Hey everyone, thanks for visiting 4WeddingPhotographers.com. I'm Luis Torres. So, this podcast, and I've just been getting so many emails from photographers, you know, I want to say globally because I've had a few from the UK, um, some from South America, and uh, all over the US, which I think is absolutely amazing. And it's interesting, a lot of the emails start off with, Hey, Alou, I've been thinking about getting into wedding photography, and I'm glad that I found your podcast because I feel encouraged and excited about just jumping in and trying it. I am telling you, my business is 100% built on blind faith, period. Uh, and yet, with that blind faith, it, 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 I, guess it's, I guess I piggybacked that blind faith with my ability to actually shoot. You know, I've always been artistic with my photography. Uh, it wasn't until just before I started getting into wedding photography that I even decided to embark on this whole new thing of using a flash and, uh, and actually uh, using uh, a light source that isn't from the sun. So... Um, and it's, and it's interesting because even my very first wedding, as crazy as this sounds, I was only so good with using my flash, but I knew, and I knew this from other photographers and research that I had done, that if you set your flash to TTL, which is through the lens, believe it or not, more often than not, your photos will come out absolutely perfect, which is the craziest, craziest thing. You know, and sometimes you'll, you'll use your flash and um, because you ended up using either a too high of an ISO setting or too low that the photo doesn't, um, doesn't end up the way it should. But try to remember that uh, you need to just be well versed with uh, coming up with a plan B. Like, hey, you need to, you're in your, I guess the way I always look, uh, how I went into it was always uh, with a sense of, hey, if something isn't working, I need to figure out how to fix it, was always my, was always my, th the thought in the back of my head. Always, 100%, always thinking, okay, if I'm taking a photo and it's out of focus, what's going on? Uh, I need to make sure that I didn't accidentally hit my flat or my uh, lens from manual or from autofocus to manual accidentally, which I've done before. Um, and it, the, but there are little things like, hey, why is this photo dark? Let me raise the ISO setting. Let me uh, slow down the shutter a little bit. And let me, um, I mean, there's so many things. Let me raise the F, let me lower the F stop and, uh, or widen the f-stop, but the, it, but you have to remember that if you're going to take on shooting weddings, it is by far the easiest thing I've ever done. A period. Not it's not even a question. Like Lou, what's the easiest job you've ever had? Shooting weddings because my personality is out there. I am hugely balls to the wall. I have a great time. I make sure that the photos turn out absolutely amazing. Uh, but more importantly, if I'm taking a photo and all of a sudden it's too bright now hey you can't walk away and say i'm fine with these photos you have to fix something right there and then because the last thing you want is a client who isn't happy period know what you are expected uh, know what's expected from you 
as the photographer that someone has hired, even if someone hasn't hired you and paid you, even if you're just like, hey, let me take your photos uh, so I can build my portfolio, people want to walk away with something tangible if at the end you are using their time so you can build your portfolio. And, and that's a great way of doing it too. Just make, you know, go out and, and get a, 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 a guy, get a, get a male friend, have them dress up like a groom, get one of your girlfriends to go ahead and, and, you know, go to David's bridal, buy a dress for a hundred bucks, get her fitted, and then just go out somewhere and just take photos. You know what I mean? Like there are so many ways to go ahead and expand and build your business. And I'm sorry. And I, you know, I don't even know if I should even go into this, but I have heard uh, that photographers kind of don't like when other photographers' work is based on fictitious moments when you hire models to go ahead and, um, and, and pose them. You know, but think of it. You go to a workshop, and that's all, you know, that's what you run into. You run into, you go to a, to a workshop that Becker has. You go to a workshop that, that Gene uh, Higa has that Jose Vija has, you know, there's so many photographers out there that when you go to their uh, workshop, they have a bride and groom who may or may not know each other, who are dressed up like they're getting married, and that's how you learn. You learn how to pose your couples. So if you can do that uh, initially, then you know what? You've already done a hell of a lot more than other photographers because I personally never did that, never even thought of that. But that's a great way to figure out what to do and more importantly, to go ahead and build your portfolio. Who's going to hire you if you have zero work? And you know what's, it, if it turns out that the only work you have is your best friend who's dressed up as a, as with her wedding gown from when she got married two years ago, but she looks great and you can pose her, you know what? That is exactly the same as true to life shooting a wedding. You know, uh, my best photos I've ever had and taken were because the couple were, were the best actors and, you know, and I always go into it and that's why I have, uh, and promote engagement sessions because they learn how, how I direct. And not only that, but it also lets me know how difficult the bride or groom are, not in a negative way, but you know, if I'm, if I'm trying to pose a guy, a, a groom and, you know, he feels uncomfortable, then I know, you know, the day of the wedding, he's going to be a little uncomfortable. I have this one couple that, uh, absolutely, the couple are absolutely great together. The groom, he's kind of just like, eh, I really don't really, I really don't want to pose and, and, and whatnot. But when we took their engagement photos, what I did was instead of posing them and trying to, you know, get certain reactions from them, I basically just had the bride like, Hey, do me a favor. Why don't you lean over and take a kiss, uh, you know, kiss him over on the cheek. And there I am behind them just taking natural poses or natural photos of poses that are just coming natural to the bride and groom. And, and that's it. But I'll tell you this much. And, and I know that there are some photographers out there and, you know, there was this one photographer, um, on this forum last night, just a, just a complete sweetheart. I felt so bad for her. Her photos are beautiful. I'm looking at these photos and I'm just like, you have got to be kidding me that this girl feels discouraged about shooting weddings. Um, and some people, you know, that's where I got that one scenario from where one photographer was like, well, you know, it's because all your photos are all, you know, they're all models. 
You know, you, ha you have a model who's dressed up like a bride, but you know what? That's how you need to build your portfolio and your business. And having that is so much more than having nothing. And if you have nothing, no big deal. Do what I did. I went to Craigslist. I put an ad. I had a few photos, uh, not of weddings, because at the time I didn't have any wedding photos, but I had models. I had actors' headshots. I had family portraits. I had a bunch of things, a bunch of different styles of, uh, or types of photos that I posted. And what I did was literally every, uh, every two or three days, I would go ahead and uh, repost it. And you know, Craigslist is kind of weird where if you go to repost something, if, if you posted something in the last 30 days, it actually won't allow you uh, to post another one, all you have to do in two or three days, delete the one you did earlier, post it again, and that's it. So this way it's always fresh. It's always at the top of the list. Whenever someone looks, you always post it on there. And what you want to do is put it under community general. You know, some people put it in other areas like uh, uh, like artist sections, whatever. That's, that's not going to fly because people who are getting married... They're just going to general. And the big thing that I used to do, I would have like 15 dashes and I would just write on there, are you getting married in, in uh, all in caps, but it would stick out like a sore thumb. And you know who's going to click on it? Someone who's getting married. Don't put, hey, a photographer looking to shoot weddings in 2010. What? <laughs> Think out of the box. You have to go ahead and do a little, be a little more creative. You have to figure out ways that are going to make people who are getting married, planning on getting married, engaged, whatever the case is. Hey, are you getting married? They're going to click on it. If they have a photographer, no big deal. But you know what? You never know. Um, I want to say the first two weddings that I shot were from Craigslist. And I did them for free. And I shot a, a ton of photos and I built my portfolio. I created a bunch of wedding albums from that. And that's another thing. Get wedding albums. I cannot stress that if you are going to meet a bride and all you have are a hundred four by sixes, a hundred five by sevens, or a laptop with 3,000 photos from weddings that you've done, if you cannot show someone a wedding album, they're not going to hire you. Or they'll be weary and potentially not book with you because you're not showing them anything people couples when they are planning a wedding they want something tangible in return if they don't have the budget and you're cutting them a break and in the end you're just uh shooting their wedding and burning it on a dvd fine that's done uh i would probably say that 90 percent of my brides when they meet me are always looking forward to viewing the albums period. So if you want to expand your business, you know what? Shoot a bunch of weddings. Um, don't second shoot. You know my whole thing. I actually have a podcast that's a whole, that's 14 minutes, 15 minutes long. That's 100% catered to not uh, second shooting because what you need in your portfolio, you're not going to be able to shoot because there's another photographer, also known as the main photographer, who's going to be shooting the main shots and they want you to stand on the sidelines shooting from different angles, which to me, it's just bullshit. That you're not building your portfolio. You're not really getting your own experience. Stay away from uh, from uh, shooting uh, from second shooting with another photographer. And listen, you can do it. It's it's not hard. Um, shoot a ton. That's the whole thing. 
You know, if you stop shooting, th then there's a problem. If you're not walking away with from your first wedding with 4,000 photos at least, you haven't taken enough. And when I mean enough, I'm talking about burn through thousands and thousands of photos. And that's how you're going to end up building your, your business and your portfolio. Because in order to produce, you know, let's call it an even 200 photos that are absolutely beautiful, you have to take 4,000 photos. And then you hope that you have that you walk away with 5% of those photos that are beautiful. 5% of that is 200 photos. In, in a normal album that I design, you're looking at a 20-page album with 50 to 60 photos. If I have 200, I'm psyched. Uh, and that's how you do it. It's, it's just a numbers game, and that's the only way I could really say it. But listen, get psyched. Get excited. I'm telling you, it's not hard. And there are photographers out there who will kind of, they'll go ahead and say, oh, you should do... Uh, you should go ahead and attend a bunch of workshops. To me, I mean, I think workshops are okay. Um, I think they're kind of the same. And, you know, you're, you're, I don't know. I've never liked workshops, you know. I don't even want to go to, I'm not even going to WPPI for, I mean, for a number of reasons. I have a few weddings around there. I have a bridal show on the 7th that I'm, that I'm doing. Um, but there's, it's to me it's just the world of workshops you know you're a photographer be good at your craft forget about workshops all you're doing is spending you know five seven hundred fifty bucks a thousand bucks to attend someone's workshop when you know what those are flashes those are um, more memory cards that's a, that's a new lens that's uh, uh, that would be able to go towards getting pocket wizards there are more things that you as a photographer will need uh, as opposed to going out and spending money on a workshop. I'm sorry, that's my thing. A bunch of photographers are going to hate me for it. I don't care. Um, but it's, it, it's, it's only because they're, they're so. if you need to learn something, just research it. I'm, I'm always surprised that people don't research uh, as much as, I, as maybe as I do. I mean, I research everything. Absolutely, as anything I could possibly think of. Whenever I think about getting into something new, getting a new lens, getting a new flash, getting a new watch, getting a new car. I do so much research within reason because I don't want to drive myself nuts either and, and take too long. Um, but do research. You know, you want to learn, uh, you want to go ahead and learn how to take portraits, outdoor photos um, with, with just one flash. There are probably 15 different workshops you can attend. Go to YouTube, type in one, one, uh, one light photography. And you'll probably find 50 different uh, tutorials on there that'll show you what you want to learn. And everyone on there is amazing. And if you don't want to do YouTube because you, whatever, um, go to Flickr. Go to Flickr right now and type in Vagabond. Um, you're going to find so many photographers who are absolutely amazing, who use uh, the Alien B Vagabond battery pack. And I have two of them. Um, but amazing photographers who show you exactly what they did, how many lights they use. Some use one, some use five, and and that's how you learn. But you know, save your money. I think there. I, I think it's a shame when I hear photographers commenting in different forums that they're going to WPPI and they've already signed up to three workshops, and one workshop was relatively inexpensive, and that one's three fifty, and then this high end wedding photographer uh, has a workshop, and that one's. 900 and then I'm going to do this other famous photographer from the west coast and that one's going to be 
uh, you know, 1200 It's just like, what? I mean, if you have the money, that's cool. But you know what? Personally, for me, if I had four grand, five grand that I felt like burning in a three-day time frame, it's not going to be in a workshop. It's going to be on something, I don't know, a, a, a whole new line of, of suits, you know, that I'm going to be using at, uh, at weddings, you know. You can expand your business and learn and learn for free as long as you try to do the research. And if you could do the research, I'm telling you, you're going to be a better photographer. You're going to be a, uh, you're going to build your business and, and that's it. But do not, do not give up. Just be relentless and, and that's it. Be relentless and do as much as you can. All right, everyone. Hope this helps and I'll talk to you guys soon.